hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. This happened to me and my sister about a week ago. For context, I'm a female. I was with my sister shopping at the mall and we went straight to the ice cream shop because we really love ice cream. We had ordered two vanilla ice creams and we had sat at a table to eat. We were talking about where we should go next while hearing music on our headphones. About 10 minutes had passed and I had saw a man sitting at another table that was right beside us looking at us. When I had saw him looking, he turned away. I then looked at his table, expecting to see food on it, but he didn't have a single thing on his table. I then saw the man grabbed his phone and he called someone, but he was talking in another language. I think it was French. I'm Mexican, but I know how to speak French as well, and this is what he had said to the other person on the phone. Yeah, I've got my eyes on the girls. I think they're about to leave, but I'm going to follow them. Don't worry, they're not going to get away. He then hung up. I looked around and I had realized that we were the only girls in the area. I gasped and my sister looked up at me, confused on what was wrong and why I'd look so scared. I told her that we needed to leave now. She asked me why and she was wondering what was wrong. I pulled her off to the side and walked her out of the shop and I then told her, Look, don't ask any questions, just hurry up. We need to go. I then looked behind me, and the man was following us. I got even more scared at this point, and I saw a crowd of people. I then pulled my sister, and we both then ran to the middle of the crowd. I saw the man still looking for us for like five minutes. When he finally gave up and left, I then ran to the exit, which led to the parking lot. My sister was right behind me, and when we got to the car, I told her everything that happened and what he had said. As you can imagine, she freaked out too. We then left and we went home. Thankfully, nothing else had happened after that and I never saw the man again. Back before I or any of my friends had a car, we would gather at my house and my mom would drive us to the mall to the next town over. We would go quite often because there isn't a whole lot to do in our small little town. At the time of this story, we were all around 15 to 16 years old, and we were on a break from school. My mom dropped me and my two friends off at the back entrance of the mall, and we were told that she'd be back in about three to four hours. Literally minutes after entering the door, a tall lanky man in really dirty clothes had started following us. He looked kind of homeless, and he didn't really seem to be that threatening. We were kind of used to seeing homeless people in my town anyways, so we didn't really see him as a threat. Yet, that is. He tapped my friend Laura on her shoulder, and it started asking her questions about her, as well as us. We just said hi and that we're sorry, but we didn't really have time for this, and we're meeting up with someone. The man got angry, and then said, I don't believe you, and he started advancing on us faster. The thing to know about the three of us is that Laura was a black belt, but she didn't really run that fast. My other friend Ariana was in field hockey, but she didn't really enjoy running either. But I was a cross country and track runner, 
so I knew I could outrun him if need be. I whispered to them that Laura should run first, and then Ariana would go next, and I would follow. We knew that H&M connected to the other side of the mall, so we would run through there, and then run into the store right across from it to hide. Laura ran, then Ariana, and then me, just like we planned. The man had started screaming at us for being selfish, and he told us to wait for him. We booked it through the stores, dodging a lot of people and displays. We got into the other store, and we had hid behind the table in the front. The man had actually followed us through the H&M, and was looking for us. He seemed like he was really pissed off that he had somehow lost us, asking if anybody had seen his new friends. Three teenage girls. The thing that really creeps me out about this seven years later was that he described the three of us so accurately that when we were eating in the food court, later on a man and his wife had actually asked us if we knew a tall, dirty-looking man, and they said that he was still outside looking for us. The last time we saw him, he was running through a Target two stores down from us, two hours before we started eating. We called my mom early, and when we were getting onto the freeway to go back home, we saw the man lurking around the same entrance we came through when we got to the mall earlier that day. I know this might not seem as scary as some of the other stories you typically hear, but for three short teenage girls with nothing to defend themselves with, that is a situation you never want to get mixed up with. This and a few other reasons is why I always carry a pocket knife wherever I go. This happened three years ago. I met my friend at a safe shopping center in the city that I live in. At least, I thought so. We used to do this often, and I would often go there alone as well. It was close to my dormitory, which also made me feel safe. The day after we hung out, my friend had went home towards the evening but I stayed for dinner. Let me tell you about the mall. The stores are on the indoor area, but the food courts are on the outdoor area, but it's all connected to the mall. I had wandered around a bit trying to decide what I was going to eat, but I couldn't really decide. I had memorized all the dishes of all the different restaurants. A restaurant had opened on the second floor, but it was really expensive and not really a casual place. I had never been though, so I had kind of wondered about it. I thought at worst I'd be drinking soup. As I was walking towards the elevator, I realized that there were two thin tall guys with black leather jackets right behind me. I was going forward and I don't remember exactly, but I was going to climb the stairs. Then suddenly, my sixth sense had told me to go back, and so I did. They stayed there while I was getting on the elevator. I thought that I was just maybe being delusional and thinking it all up but I was wrong. I finally got on the elevator. An ordinary guy with glasses and a brown leather jacket had entered behind me. Then he mumbled something. Right when I was about to leave the elevator, the guy grabbed my arm. I don't know how I did it, but I kicked him in the groin with my shoe and then started walking hastily without looking back. I don't know where I was walking. There was no other place on that floor. I'm walking around looking for the entrance. I then came back and I saw that the entrance was right up ahead. I made a U-turn and suddenly I saw those same two people in black leather jackets start walking towards me. I was horrified. They seemed to be kidding around but at the same time being serious. One of them then said with a laugh, Come on, don't make it difficult for us. That was the moment when my blood ran cold. I immediately threw myself into the restaurant, walked, 
and then sat on the glass part looking out. I tried to make a plan in my head, but I was literally shocked at what was happening. I also have asthma, ADHD, and anxiety, and all of this happening made me uneasy. The possibilities went through my head. I wanted to hide. I wanted to call my father and cry. I then started to encourage myself. Look, you're studying law. You have to learn how to fight this stuff. Right then and there, I decided to call the police. When the waiter in the restaurant came to me, I told him everything. He calmed me down, then went to his other co-workers to call security. While I was trying to call my family on the phone, someone slowly hit the window. I didn't understand what it was at first. It was dark outside. I thought it was security, and when I then saw his face, I almost had a fucking heart attack. His eyes were terrifying, and they looked like they were bloodshot, like he was on drugs. He had a dirty-looking grin on his face. The only thing between us was the glass in the restaurant. His face was stained, and his expression was sinister. Just then, all the other waiters then came, and he ran away. A little while later, security finally came, and they accompanied me to a taxi. They said that they would examine the security footage and investigate the case. They also said they would call the police if needed. I was planning on calling the police myself, but after everything that had happened, I just couldn't think clearly. Nothing else ended up happening after this. Alright, so my name is Mew, and for some background information, I was 12 years old at the time of this story, and I'm a female. I also am very short, but I look older than I am because I matured a lot faster than others. My now ex-friend, who I'll call Charlotte for privacy reasons, was with me at the mall. At said mall, there happened to be a tilt studio that was near the food court, so we went and ate, and after some shopping, we went to the tilt for some fun. We hung out a bit, and we had played some games. Mainly the claw machines, because my friend really loves squishies, and I love stuffed animals. After about 10 minutes, we were at a ticket claw machine, and right behind us was an older man, who looked to be about in his 60s or 70s. He had talked to us, and he was kind of looking at me a lot. I look like a bottle blonde, and I get a lot of unwanted attention. Not trying to brag, though. It's just what I've been told. Anyways... He had stared and talked to me about a lot of random different things. We then left for another game and I learned that I had lost my phone in the mall. We searched and searched but we couldn't find it. We asked the front desk and surprisingly, a good Samaritan had actually left my phone there. We continued through the mall after my mom yelled at me for a bit. We noticed that same man again near us, kind of just watching us. He approached me and he was talking to me again. He was standing a bit too close to us. Then Charlotte said to me, Mew, I think that guy's following us. I hadn't really noticed, but I'd started paying attention to him, and Charlotte was right. Everywhere we went in the mall, he followed us. After a while of this, we'd went up to the front to go buy stuff. We got all of our stuff, and my mom came over too. Before we tried to leave, the man came up to me yet again, and then said to me, a pretty girl like you shouldn't leave without a ball. We then noticed a claw machine with balls and then said to him, Oh, we're out of money. We can't play. He then said he would get one for me since I was so pretty. He had also made some comments on my body, face, and hair. He even asked if I had a boyfriend. And sadly, 
out of stupidity, I said that I didn't. His eyes looked hungry, and he started to smile. His smile grew even bigger, and revealed his teeth. Well, the ones that were left at least. They were really yellow, and looked stained and unbrushed. He got even closer after that. Now, I'm very shy, and I have social anxiety, and this meant that I was unable to stand up for myself. Thankfully, Charlotte did, though, and she told the guy to step off. The man then frowned and walked away after that. After we had left, he tried to follow us out, but it was too late, as we had already got away. We went to go eat at the food court, and we joked about him. Later that night, Charlotte and I had a sleepover, and we got to talking about it. She told me, Hey Mew, you know that that creepy guy took some pictures of you, right? Right at that moment, my heart then sank. I had no idea. I kind of just laughed it off, but the next day it really hit me. This creepy ass weirdo has pictures of us, and is probably doing God knows what with them. Just the thought of that alone creeps me the fuck out. The story happened around October to November in 2016. I was with a friend and we were best friends at the time. We became best friends around October 2014 while at school, after she had moved down to the same area as me and joined the same school, and we had stayed best friends up until about 2018 to 2019. We were 16 years old when this happened. It was just a couple of months before we turned 17. We were in town and we were meant to be going to college that day but we decided not to go and wandered around town instead. Disclaimer number one. My friend was a lot more naive and innocent than I was, and really hadn't had things as tough. I was like the more defensive, more aware, more logical and realistic one out of the two of us, if that makes any sense. She was also more sensitive too. So we're at the bus station, just minding our own business, doing our own thing having a smoke, looking at our phones, chatting, that kind of thing. When this random guy comes along, stands beside us, and starts chatting to us. He mentions somewhere along the way that he's 25, almost 26. So, 9, almost 10 years older than us. All we had with us was our handbags, rucksacks, with normal everyday things, and a carrier bag with some of the things we bought. Like snacks, drinks, that kind of stuff. Which, he then said something like, so, what do you got there? He then carried on saying something like, Aw, oh, nice. Snacks and stuff, huh? He asks if we have a bit of change for the bus. I think he only asked for like 10 pounds or something like that. I decided to give him some change out of decency, and to see if he'd go away. We didn't really want to interact with him, but we were just trying to be pleasant. I thought he seemed a bit weird, odd, and really dodgy from the start. He kind of keeps hanging around. He didn't really have anything with him at all. He then pulls out some small blue tablets from his jeans pocket and said that they were Valium, also known as Diazepam, and he then offered them to us, but I didn't believe it. Me and my friend both just looked at each other like, what the fuck? And of course we said no. I wasn't going to let that happen. This was in a public area during daytime, and there was other people around too. So, it was a really risky thing for him to do, but I thought to myself that it was good for us in case we needed some help or witnesses. He asked for our names. My name is Shannon, and my friend's name is only a short name and starts with an R. For this story, we'll call her Roxy. 
We made up that we were called Shauna and Roxy in the situation, as we didn't want to tell them our real names. Disclaimer number two. My dad got heavily into drugs and alcohol a bit before I was born, and he was in and out of jail. This went on for years, and he ended up dying of an overdose the day before my 10th birthday. My mom always told me about it, and she told me the truth, and I was pretty much brought up in the real world, so to speak. So in other words, I'm very aware about that kind of stuff, and the kind of things that can happen in the real world. Once this happened, me and my friend decided to walk back into town up to the high street. He followed us along the way back into the main part of town, which was only a couple minutes walk from the bus station, if that. We thought we'd be safer, better, and even more public, and there would also be security cameras in the shops too, as well as more people, just in case anything happened. We only got partway up the high street, and we decided to walk in Tesco Express. He still followed us. He had bumped into someone along the way who he called his uncle, and he tagged along too, which was all very weird. We were in Tesco Express, and he had tried asking us for money again for alcohol. I gave him a little bit more change to try and get him to shut up or leave us alone or something. He tried pressuring and convincing us to buy him alcohol, even though we were underage. We said no multiple times. A member of the staff behind the counter watched us while this happened, but didn't do anything. She was serving someone at the time, but she was aware. Me and my friend walked out. As we were walking away, he picked up a beer bottle from the fridge section and he put it under his jacket. He then put his arm around his so-called uncle and walked out with it. How the alarms didn't go off, I have no idea. Sadly though, there wasn't a security guard on duty or around at the time to witness this. As me and my friend got outside just before he came out, we stopped to try and figure things out. They obviously came back to us again. We were really trying so hard to be pleasant, cool, calm, and casual. We kept walking up the high street, and they continued to follow us and try to talk to us. As we got to the mall, he came in beside us, and there happened to be a stall inside with quirky little ornaments and things for sale. He quickly picked one up as we went by and was going to steal it. He then turned back as if he was going to take it back or something. We were trying so hard this whole time to hardly interact with him as little as possible. As he turned back, me and my friend didn't look back. We just started speed walking and we went as quickly as we could to the toilets. Luckily, there was a fair few shops and quite a few people about in town this day. It was really nice weather, so people were out and about. This was a good thing, so we could blend in, get through, etc. We had got to the bathroom and we stayed in there for a couple minutes. I think my friend had started messaging another friend or her boyfriend at the time, or something like that. After a couple of minutes of standing, waiting, and chatting in the toilets, we then decided to go back out to the mall. We round the corner a bit, and I have a cigarette while my friend is still messaging someone. She was almost pretty much crying and getting really emotional. I was trying my best to stay calm. Also, right at the back of the mall, there's a bus stop and like one or two cameras, so more people and security just in case, which is good. We then walked back through the mall right through the front outside, up a lane, looped around, then back on the high street. But before we got to the end of the lane to the high street, we saw the guy again going to walk by, so we stopped halfway up this lane, hoping he'd carry on and not see us. Unfortunately, however, he turned his head, looked up the lane, and saw us. 
which, as you can imagine, really concerned us. We dreaded it. I was hoping he'd just carry on and forget about it and just leave us alone, but he didn't. He said hey to us, and he came up to us again. He asked us what we were doing and where we were going, and he kept trying to make conversation. So, we ended up walking back on the high street with him still there. He was very persistent, but somehow, we had managed to divert, blend in with other people, lose him, and then get away. We got lucky. We went to a KFC, sat down, and then got some food. We were worried we were going to see him again. While we were in there, we had looked him up on Facebook, as we found out his name during the situation, and we made sure to block all of his accounts. He had two Facebook accounts at the time. We didn't see him again for the rest of the time that we were in town. We had actually bumped into another friend of ours along the way, but later on, while we were still in town, close to about 5 to 5.30 p.m.-ish, while we were still with our other friend that we bumped into and telling him the situation, as we were walking down towards the bottom of the high street, towards the bus station again, we saw a man sitting on the floor. He looked kind of rough and dodgy, not much with him, and we realized that it was the same man that the guy claimed to be his uncle from earlier on. Luckily for us, however, he didn't notice, look, or recognize us, so we just carried on. We saw him a couple times afterwards in town over time, and I've seen him a few more times over the years in town. I was once in KFC all by myself around 2017 to 2018, and he came through and asked for some change again. I said no this time. Luckily, he never recognized us, remembered us, or what happened, and he never approached us again, or anything like that. In a way, I'm glad that it happened to us, and while I was there, rather than someone else, because someone else could have been led further down a dark path and said yes to the drugs and alcohol, or taken advantage of by him. I'm very, very glad that I'm aware, realistic, and logical. It could have been so different, and so much worse. He definitely didn't have good intentions, but I dread to think who else or how many others has he done this to, or hell, even worse. But I really hope I'm wrong about that. <laughs>